everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Subbed Off. Today is everyone's favorite day of this transfer window. It is deadline day. So much activity going on. Lots of great transfers. Everything is going great today. And we are going to cover it all. To start off quickly, let's go. Uh, Griezmann, I think maybe the most interesting deal of this deadline day for many reasons. He is returning back to his old club of Atletico Madrid on a loan, which is interesting, with a buy option, 40 million. Um, what I got to say about this deal is it's going to be very, very awkward. When awkward. Griezmann left Atletico the first time, it was on terrible terms. Like Atletico Madrid were fighting to like kick Griezmann fully out of this out of the La Liga entirely. He, I think he signed off on personal terms, like much in like February of the Champions League campaign. So he kind of left abruptly. Uh, it was it was not on good terms between the club and Griezmann. Now that he's returning, you know, same manager. Uh, some teammates that, you know, he knows. So I don't know how he's going to fit into this team. Must be pretty awkward. I hope, you know, they don't hold grudges on him. And I hope he does well. And he can return to his fantastic form at the club. But, you know, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, let's hope, you know, he can turn into what he used to be. Um. Yeah. I mean, for, for the rest of the, the world, I do not want to see him, like, you know, extremely like go off and then Atletico become a challenger to other clubs but because we've we've seen him in his prime in at Atletico he was definitely an influential player he was great who, um was a major part of Atletico's success so if he returns to that state it could be trouble for the rest of the clubs but I personally don't see it I think he's been out of his prime for years I think he's lost a bunch of his confidence um Although I do like to see him playing well, just not to the level of, you know, challenging for anything. Um, but I think we move on to my favorite deal of the transfer window as a Chelsea fan, um, or of the deadline day. I'm sorry, because, you know, Lukaku is my favorite. Yeah. I mean, love Lukaku. But um, the first, um, my favorite is Saul. Saul, um, he signed on a season-long loan with option to buy for 40 million. Um, I think Sao will be a crucial part. He brings high intensity to the play. And I think he's, he fits the lively system of Tuchel very, very well. Um, and I think that he's going to be an influential player for the Chelsea, Chelsea um, Champions League run. Um, I think he's a very, very good player. And I think it's a steal if we, if he plays well and we get him 40 million. I I mean, I love the transfer. I like that he can go to Chelsea and become, I would think, a good player and fit into that squad. I think he walks into the midfield and starts immediately, even though you got some contests there with Jorginho and Conte and whatever. I think he can start. The other thing, I think that on Atletico's part, this is bad business. Because, say, uh, he plays bad, then that's just kind of waste his season. You know, he could have been part of Atletico and a, a good player there to help them succeed. Where he could have, he could easily kind of flop at Chelsea in the Premier League. He's never been, you know, it could kind of be a waste of his year because they can just loan him out, not pay the 40 million, and kind of just have him for a year and pay no money for it. That's five I million. think that's a risk. 
least five million for the loan. Yeah, I mean it's not too much though, considering yeah, it's you know. So, so I think maybe even an obligation to buy would have been a better, you know, idea here. I think if I were Atletico, and I'm loaning out him, I would want an obligation to buy. Yeah, except I mean, if I if I were Atletico, I want I wouldn't loan him out. First of all, I think he's yeah. A, the, he's I, I don't that think team. I think him and uh, Koke. Um, both are boss out midfield, yeah. Yeah, they they're a good duo, and I just think that he clearly um should have stayed. But I mean, as a Chelsea fan, I'll take it. Um, but moving on to I think the most shocking one, most um, I yeah I think it's the most shocking one. Um, Camavinga to Real Madrid, um, especially because Real Madrid was not always the favorite. It was United for a while. There's PSG a little bit, you know, they kind of kind of win. To be fair, Madrid have really been in this race for a while. They've kind of been since, like, he was 17. Yeah, but I just think that United had such an um, – such a, They needed him most. Yeah, they had him They had him set, um, according to the rumors at least. Um, and then Real Madrid just changed everything one day. And I thought that was quite um, – it was crazy to me. And um, – I just thought that was really shocking. So, but I, I do think it's a great transfer. He's shown his class in Liga, uh, shown for the France national team, um, the um, U20s, um, 21s, um, and national team. Um, he really is a, a beast in the midfields, um, especially in the Champions League when in the group stages against Chelsea and the rest of the group last year, he was very, very good. Um, and that just shows his class. And I think that um, he might not, you know, walk right into the midfield of Real Madrid, but I think he can definitely be a challenger um, because that is a very, very good team um, and a very good midfield. Oh, I mean, as a French League fan, I'm so disappointed by this transfer. Obviously, as Camavinga, you don't want to say Rene is your entire career. You know, that's wasting it. I kind of want to see him do a transfer to Madrid and, you know, become a big European star. That's what I would want to do if I'm in his position as well. But, you know, at least we have Jeremy Doku on Renee's to hope succeed. Because, you know, as a PSG fan, the competition is kind of easy in the French League, and I just want to see it improve. And actually, I mean, throughout this okay. window. All right, here I, we I go. Yes. Who won the who I think, won Liga U? If you're going to say that, who won Liga U last year? All right, okay. Because we can't beat them a little. Uh, I think that that's a lucky thing. You can't I mean, you're, you're, that you're, that's that's a fair point, I will say, but you know, comparing the squads, you know, there's a big gap. Yeah, of course. I mean, there's there's one person, there's one team who has unlimited amount of money and can spend it spend it all. There's another team that's fighting for a budget and does everything they can with a passionate squad. Just saying, I don't think PSG is as well. You know, that's that's why I also passion. like the league. You know, that's that's a, I, I could agree with that actually. Um, I also want to point out the fee that they paid was $35 million compared. I think Camavinga is not going for $35 million. I think it was because of the 12-month contract coming up. You know, he obviously didn't accept any contract offers thrown at him by Renee's. So they had to sell him. And, you know, $35 million, it's better than zero. Yeah. So they took him. Uh, I think he's worth 50 I mean, that's what transfer market says, $55 million. I think, you know, that's a 
good value for him. $35 million is definitely a steal. Well, you have to also was, put in a place that was deadline day. So they, they're either yeah, that's, that waiting until January where it's kind of like a scare. They might not sell him. Um, but it's also mm-hmm. deadline day, so they're kind of, you know, they push it. Wanted to get him out. Um, Moving on to the next transfer, I think. Unless you wanted to add anything. Oh, I was, I was going to um, talk about um, how he's just – I just don't think that um, – Camavinga is really going to walk in, and I think that might be a struggle for Camavinga. Because um, United, he would might not, yeah, he walk right in, and I think that it might be a little bit of a struggle. Of for, Fred. You know, I just think it might be a little struggle for um, him to walk in, and then also for him to get play time at all. Um, I I don't think that he should be wasting his time on the bench like Van de Beek um, for for United because I mean, so disappoints me to this day. Yeah, I mean, he's, it's, he's sad. It's just, but he I was think, like so great at Ajax just to literally yeah. be bench warned. Such yeah. a joke. And they start Fred over him every time. I mean, the P. Although he's not the himself. defensive mid, I actually think that Van de Beek overall is a better player. And he can actually pass the ball, which, uh, you know, Fred struggles with a lot. I cannot believe that Cristiano Ronaldo and Fred are about to go into a training session together. I just cannot believe that. What? It it does not cross my mind. How? I don't understand that. Because Cristiano mean, Ronaldo like, is about to go play a game. Phil Jones Fred. and Ronaldo uh, had training sessions, and you're talking about Fred? <laughs> it's it's <laughs> kind of like the same thing. It's... I mean, obviously, you know, star players play with worse players than them, obviously. But Fred, man, I think it takes one training session and he might take a flight right back to Italy if he sees Fred try to pass him this ball. I mean, he's a joke. But, you know, Fred is Fred. Can't really get much out of him. But moving on now, I think the transfer that came out of left field the most, totally random until you kind of kind of popped up today. Noon Mensch, as we like to say it in FC Wonderkid, um, goes again. to PSG. I, as a PSG fan, I totally love this transfer. This I love this so much. You know, as I thought, you know, all our, our, our transfer windows over, you know, we've got Messi, we've got everyone. It's over. I'm happy with how it is. Why not go splash it on Noon Mensch? Got no complaints with this one, as, you know, Juan Bernat is very questionable with his injury. He was supposed to come back, like, last March. Obviously, it didn't happen. It still hasn't come back. So, I really like the signing a lot. This is a great I, um, on the other But it came hand, out of nowhere. I, I don't really. Um, and I think for the future, yes. But for right now, if PSG are going to splash that amount of money on player, it has to be for right now. And I don't think that with the formation they're running back for – he is a – I don't understand why you're getting an attacking fullback on deadline day paying that much money um, and playing him at fullback. Um, I think Nunez uh, is a player that attacks. He's, he's better on attacking. But, again, that goes with Trent um, in England. He's played right back as well. Um, but it's, it's just – I don't think that his defensive ability is – as good as um, Juan Bernat, and especially because Juan Bernat, of course, is injured. Well, he's the question. He's very questionable. 
it's you just, know, once he returns, we don't know if he can recapture what he was up to the injury. I like the signing, you know, it works out for Liverpool with Trent. Why can't it work out with us? To be fair, you know, you could argue that, you know, he's only 19. He hasn't yet proven in, like, a big, big league. I'm not saying the French league is, like, the big, big league. I mean, like, Champions League, something like that. So, I want to see how it goes. Obviously, if it doesn't work, we have Juan Bernat. It is only a loan as well with the option. The option is obviously 40 million, which is a little much considering he's only 19 and hasn't yet proven what he can do, I guess. But, you know, I'm excited to see how this works. Um, I like this transfer. Okay. One thing. I'm not sure if you really put in the, um, like, into retrospect. Consideration. It's like... I don't think that Trent without Virgil van Dyke would succeed. Um, and we saw that last year. He was shocking last year when Virgil van Dyke um, went out. He is always up. Um, his defensive ability is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, we cannot talk about that. It's, it's, um, I think, it's I think if we talked about that, that's um, not for you to click off this video. Yeah, um, genuinely, it's, it's just not great, and I think that with v- Virgil can cover so much ground and can cover five guys at once, if if you want to say he um he really is the second or first best um center back through the years, these last three years probably. Um, he literally is amazing, and he covers um Robertson's man. He covers um oh um sorry. Uh, Trent's been so it's like he's always there to help and without that I, I don't know if Marquinhos and Kimpempe or Ramos I don't I'm not sure if they um can really do the same thing and help him out but I mean I think Ramos again, could do it but I don't think he's that quick <laughs> but I think I think we should just keep moving on I think we should go to the next um transfer mm-hmm. I think we should move to Dan James um, I think if you're a United fan, you are either too, um, you're either feeling two emotions. You're either feeling, you know, this guy could, if he works on his technical ability, he could be a very, very good player. Um, or two, you know, I, we made a good profit. Um, and I think it was good business, but I think that Dan James is not good. <laughs> and I think that as well. That's what I was going to say. I think speed. you should be at Happy United fan right now that you can get I, rid I've of seen some angry United fans. This is terrible. Because... Like this is literally like if we, I, I think if we recruited Eugene Bolt to United, he'd be as successful as Dan James. All Dan James really has is his speed, and there's nothing else that's special. I think United really did some great business here by selling him, especially for thirty million. I'm not paying. It's really interesting. 20 million for him. Yeah, especially because that's really interesting that Leeds with a, a small budget are spending that on Dan James. Splashing the cash on this. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I and, think it should have been smarter with that. Yeah, I think the I think the the them nearly doubling their original transfer fee that they got from um, Swansea, I think it was like 14, 15, 16, something around there. Um, it's crazy. Um, good business, and especially because he hasn't really proven it much. Um, so it, it, may, it would make sense for the double, um, 
after proving something, but he hasn't really proven much except for flopping yeah. and using his speed to his advantage. But uh, speaking of a smart transfer that I think Leeds should have made mm-hmm. is Edward to Crystal Palace. I that was, love that was transfer. I think he's a very clinical guy. He's very solid. He's, I think he's definitely a offensive threat, and I think that definitely, um, especially linking up with Wilfred Zaha, this could actually you know be a threat here. And also next year, Eze coming into that mix, that's absolutely disgusting. Like this actually like this could be a threat. There's so much so tech in that. Really, so much tech. There, there's a lot of talent in that. I think Crystal Palace really, really made a great transfer. And I think what really they're doing with their attack is phenomenal. I think they're really crafting something that could be, you know, menacing. And, you know, Edward can help. He can be clinical. He can be clinical number nine. Perfect. Um, But, yeah, moving on, I think we should talk about the drama of Chelsea during the transfer window. Um, As you guys know, Jules Koundé yeah. was linked, and we had already sold Kurt Zuma. There was, <laughs> he was so close, and we got snaked. It, we had this, and this is going to be terrible. This is not good um, because we're going to have to uh, – Trevor Shalaba is going to have a bigger role. And I think um, Shalaba is, is really good um, for his age and can improve, but – is going to be a lot of uh, depending on him because it's going to be a shorter man rotation unless as of six o'clock on on Sunday, um, he Chelsea make a move. Um, I don't think that they are because they aren't really linked to anyone. But um, and especially because yeah, Empire right just left for Venezia or Venezia in Serie A. Um, so it's going to be a very it's not a short. Uh, rotation because Christensen, Rudiger, um, Tago Silva, and then you got Shalaba. So it's going to be. I mean, I think you have enough depth to cover it, but you know. It's just, it's kind of scary because we don't have really a lock on Tiago Silva. Because um, mm-hmm. he can, he doesn't really, he doesn't have the same legs and he's kind of injury prone at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. So uh, speaking now, Emerson. For Tottenham. Yeah. Actually, you know, Tottenham, I cannot lie, as much as they are a banter club. Good transfer window. They have made some great business, some some really good business. And I think to upgrade the right back position is also actually a very good idea. I like this. Yeah, Orion does not um, cut it. Sir, he definitely does not cut it. Emerson, on the other hand, you know, young, I think he yeah. could get the job done. Good attack. Barcelona like- also flipped him. For yeah. a complete better price, they paid about nine million for the buyback option and sold them off to Tottenham for thirty. I mean, you know, twenty-one million in the billion-dollar dead budget, or in the, you know, putting twenty-one million back into a billion dollars of debt. You know, you know, it doesn't help I mean, that much. But um, those guys did take. I think Busquets, um, PK, and Jordi Alba all took pay cuts. Oh yeah, Aguero. So I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure if this debt is really as big as pot as they say, but um. I mean, if they need wage wage cuts to you know, great get a signing. No, I'm just cool saying. Thing. I mean, if they can ring up someone like Aguero on his contract, 
and they take pay cuts, it shouldn't be a billion dollars because if they have a billion dollars in debt, they can't do anything. Um, and um, wage cuts aren't really in the books to, you know, a couple wage cuts. So, and I think that also moves to the next thing. Kylian Mbappe. I think we should talk about that. I think that's uh, uh, the issue. Uh, I don't know what to think, really. So shocking. 200 million in your plate. I, you got to take it. You got to take it. 12 months left on this Definitely. deal. He wants, take he wants out. And you decide, I'm just going to keep him for 12 months. He might not be happy. Might not be happy wanting to play. So we're just going to, you know, we're going to keep him for the rest of the year and hopefully win a Champions League. But I don't think 200 million is worth a Champions League. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to think as a PSG fan. You know, it might be crazy to say I wanted Mbappe to leave for that 200 million. I love Mbappe so much. He is one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player right now. He has been nothing but a great, great player for PSG. But, you know, it's disappointing he wants to leave. I get why and everything. But, man, we, ha- we got to sell him for 200 million. 200 million on the table? I don't even know how much you're to that you know, raise up that money. I yeah. thought they had their own debt problems as well. But, you know, $200 million? I'm taking it. Easy money. Easy, easy money. 12 months of that. I mean, honestly, we may have been able to convince Holland to join. Mm-hmm. Not really on deadline day, but maybe even with the $66 million release clause. Yeah. Could have convinced him there. I, I, I think we should have taken it. Uh, it's crazy to say, but. You know, I would I wish he would just extend. Yeah. Solve all our problems. But um there, I know there's a lot more that we could cover, especially like Bellerin. Um look man. Wolf, I, apparently Wolves had yeah, a three million been. bid on a trial which they declined. Um and so you have that, and then also Arsenal um got Takahiro. I'm gonna I'm just gonna leave it at Takahiro. Um I don't wanna yeah. I think there's I what think it's the Arsenal effect. I think once you join Arsenal, you will never play good again. He's not bad. He's definitely not a bad player. Um he played for definitely not. he's not a bad player himself. I just think there's really like an Arsenal effect. When you join the club, you'll never see a good game on your record again. Uh, no matter Kung, how good of a Kung player hasn't you are. Been bad. You can't tell the has been bad. It's been like what a couple games? I don't know, man. I don't know, but um, yeah. So I think that's gonna cap it off. Um, so leave a like on this video, follow, follow us on YouTube, Instagram, whatever you want, wherever you're listening, out right. podcast, Spotify, YouTube. Leave a like, subscribe, and uh, peace out.